Hulon Tezo. Hi, it's Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome back to another episode of Clarity's Hash Podcast. Let me ask you guys. Okay. Do you think dating is complicated these days? I don't know. Huh? I think it is. <laughs> she doesn't know for good reason. <laughs> but Hazy. Yes. Yes. Very complicated. Yeah. Oh. It involves a lot of tears sometimes. A lot of smiles you cry? sometimes. <laughs> you know that answer. Yeah, I do know oh, actually. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going to go and yeah. hit him. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I think that today's uh, dating situation is very different from before. Mm-hmm. Today, there's like something called talking stage, oh. you know, there's um, situationships. Have you heard that before? Situationships? Yes, yes. What, what is a situationship? What do you think is a situationship? Okay, definitely two words put together. Situation mm. and relationship. Yes. But what does it mean? It's not actually a relationship. So but that's a situation I had. It's a situation that you're in, but it lacks commitment. Mm. So there's no commitment in that, but you guys are kind of like dating. But then there's exclusive situationship, there's non-exclusive situationship. Oh, like friends with benefits? No, but like friends with benefits like lacks emotions, no? Yeah, it's just for the physicality of it. Ah, so situationship involves emotions, am I Emotions. Right? You're uh, emotionally connected and attached, mm. but you're not in a relationship. You're very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really very tough. And I think just like friendships in this day and age, there's so much to navigate when it comes to this, right? When you meet on dating apps, when you meet online and all of that. But when is it necessary to actually put a label on it and say, oh, we are dating? Because a lot of people go out, but they don't necessarily date. Right. You know, I have one friend. Um, She is in a committed relationship, as mm. all of her other friends like myself can see. Mm. But she refuses to have that label with her partner. Oh? Like, they are not officially boyfriend, girlfriend, but they do things that a normal couple would do. Hold hands, mutually exclusive, watch movies, and all of that, you know? Are we together now? Yes. Oh. But no labels. Oh. <laughs> no, so they are, basically, they don't date other people. They date they each other. Yes. And they love each other. Yes, and they have seen each other's parents, huh. but they just don't want to be, like, officially tied down with Why the though? label. I don't know, maybe it gives them some anxiety. But good mm. thing is both of them are okay with it. Okay, that's interesting. interesting. This mm-hmm. is quite a new term, situationship. It actually came around in the early 21st century. So it's mm. very much like our era, right? Mm. We're problematic, um, like, basically. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. Um, a situationship <laughs> depicts an ongoing dating trend where it's a, it's like a complicated relationship, right? So like you said with your friend, um, doing all the couple stuff, meeting each other's parents, but not labelling this person as your boyfriend, girlfriend or your partner. It's your situation. Right. Is it a good or bad situation? I don't know. Depends. Yeah. yeah. To my friend, it's a good situation. I don't think that's a situation ship. Like. You don't think so? they're married at this point. Huh? Really? <laughs> no lah. But situation ships, I don't think you go as far as to meet each other's parents, right? It's mm. usually like, there's a dilemma as to why you don't want to commit or can't commit. Usually lah. Yeah, right? I think some people, you know, they enter situationships because they fear this commitment. Mm. They fear labelling it as a relationship because it seems very real and very serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that could be a possibility. Or maybe they just haven't kind of like communicated about that, about the future. They don't know if mm. they want to be committed forever mm. in a marriage or something like that. So they don't want to take that step. Right. I feel like why would somebody stick to a situationship? Because it gives them the sense of security. True. Like, ironically, right? Like, you're not in a, a, a relationship, but it gives you a sense of security because you can just 
run when you want to basically mm. when this isn't working out or when you find someone better in that sense you can just you have like a backup leave. plan yes yeah. you can, can just say like no, we, we are not in a relationship to begin with so like, bye and yeah. then off you go Right. But then again, I also feel like this whole thing about putting labels, right? It's a very, um, it's a social construct. Mm. Why necessarily do we need labels in the first place? You can just date, have fun, I don't know, sleep, like together. You know, it doesn't have to be you are boyfriend, girlfriend. So this is just what we know from growing up, looking at all these people in relationships. Right. And in our parents' time, I don't think this was very no. accepted. They see this as frowned upon. They don't think like, you know, you should be together or sleeping together with each other if you don't have the intentions of getting married. In fact, you should only be doing that after you get married. Actually, I, I do have a couple of friends, right? So they started off as friends. Okay. Okay. And then they started to, you know, develop some sort of like, I don't know, I wouldn't say feelings, maybe like sexual tension. Okay. And they started sleeping together. But they still consider each other as like friends, but they don't sleep with anyone else. So that's like a situationship, right? Uh... Yeah, because they don't want to go further for fear of like ruining their friendship. So I'm so confused they... at this point. Yeah, they... Okay, what are your thoughts, Nelly? <laughs> the married woman is confused. <laughs> okay. I think that I understand that, you know, nowadays we have like a lot more terms coming out and everything, right? Because I think in this generation as well, um, things are shifting. Mm. Um, people don't see it as a necessity to get married anymore, you know. We are a little bit smarter in the sense that, you know, last time there was a lot of, it feels like you need to do it or it feels like you want to do it, you know. Um, there was a lot of pressure and things like that. But people these days, they're less afraid of that, you know. They're a bit more brave to say, I'll do it at my own pace, you know, mm. uh, at my own time. So I think they look for different different things and yeah. when they look for different things that's when they're a bit more daring to take their time with it and that's why you have all these terms and everything right yeah, yeah. but um, there are so many terms I can't keep up yeah my biggest my biggest issue is with the term talking stage okay so what, why is that an issue talking stage is like when you guys start you know maybe you match each other on tinder and then you talk 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 but you talk back and forth back and forth back and forth then you gotta talk for a certain amount of time before mm-hmm. you even meet before you even hook up Okay. Yes. Like, why? You want to hook up? Just hook up. Nobody's stopping you. <laughs> no? No, a lot of people do that, no? No, but for some people, they have to have that emotional connection before you hook up. Do you? I know it's... For me, I have to. Uh, like, like, for me to hook up, oh. hook up with somebody, I have to be at least emotionally attached. But I know this is not for all people out there. Correct. I know yeah. a lot of people who like to fucking go. So it's very team. <laughs> You can think what? Like, tap out and go. <laughs> what is this? That's actually true. Yeah, tap out and go, right? Um, actually, our our producer, <clears throat> which one? Oh. Uh, raise your hand. Okay. Oh, I never see. Guy okay. best friend, known okay. each other for seven years. Okay. Very flirty dynamic, but strictly platonic. But recently, they felt like their connection was, you know, moving in a different way. Question. Yeah. How mm. can you be flirty but platonic? So oh. you think like it's a playful flirting, like, hey, you look so good today, like that kind of thing, right? Thanks. Oh, you do. You, you all look good, great today. Um, so they considered dating each other, but they were afraid that it would affect their friendship. Because mm-hmm. friendship comes first, right? Mm. Yeah. Eventually, they decided not to date, even though they feel like they complement each other pretty well. And they started dating other people instead. Okay. And they oh. stopped talking about their love lives with each other. Question. So is this not losing your friendship? Good question. Leh. Also, huh? if you stop Throughout. talking about your love lives when you were two friends who talked about anything under the sun, is this not losing a part of a friendship? What do you Are think? Are you still as close now that you're dating different people? Oh. It's always like that when I tell you. The girlfriend don't like because our producer very pretty. Oh, yes. You look so good today. <laughs> 
Okay, so you guys think it's important to have a label because we said it's a social construct, right? Like if let's say Hazy, you're dating someone, right? Would you want to put a label on it? Or you don't really care? Oh yeah, but you girls know me. Like I'm someone who's so emotionally like vulnerable and attached. I I, I feel like ultimately I would want a label. But mm. at the start of the relationship, I may be afraid. I want to take a step back and then protect myself. Mm. And I would say, no, no, no. You know what? I'm okay to do all of this, but I don't want to be labelled as your girlfriend. But as time mm. passes by, if this person is right for me, I feel like it's only correct to move mm. on. Mm. But that's me. What mm. do you think? I do feel like um, in, in society, maybe women might find labels a bit more important than men. Because mm. women are more often than not labelled as like, oh, you're sleeping around or you're slut or whatever. Mm. If you are not attached to some sort of label, right? Right. Whereas men are like, oh, you die, you slept with so many girls and chicks. I don't, do you guys talk like <laughs> that? Do you guys talk like that? Not really. Yeah, it's a bit of a double standard. What do you guys think? Mm-mm-mm. I fully, fully agree that there's a like entire double standard situation going on mm. here and I don't like it. Like, why is it women must be seen as sluts when mm. they sleep around many people? But mm. on the other hand, men is like cheered upon. Celebrated. Yeah. I don't see why that's so. Yeah. Mm. I think there are certain like pros and cons of having labels. I think some of the maybe better points of having a label is that you set your intention, right? You are boyfriend and girlfriend. You know that this is going somewhere. So you have a goal in mind. Right. And even if that label is not like boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. even if it were just like friends with benefit, yeah. you still know what's in store for you and you can better align your goals with each other. Correct. And that lessens the hurt. I know like a lot mm. of girls that don't have labels, right? Then they're very confused. They're like, oh, is he sleeping with someone else? Like, is he talking to other people? Ask then they ask, ask. No, they have a lot of anxiety about it. But right. then you don't want to ask because you don't want to seem over-eager. So that's why a label is important. Yeah. What is the label between you and this person? Is it just a hookup? Is it mutually exclusive? All these are labels that you have to know. What are the boundaries? What right. can you do? What is it a booty call? Do? Correct. <laughs> what should I worry? Should I not? You know? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, like you said, communicate, right? Ask. Yeah. I think having to set that label means you have to communicate to get there. Mm. So it also shows that you guys have some sort of connection where you can openly talk about it. Right. Mm. And most importantly, I feel like the boundary is very important. Yeah. What lines can you not cross is mm. a very important communication. Mm. Some cons of having labels, I feel like it can be pressurizing to some people. Yeah. They feel very stressed out about it. Mm. Right. And it feels like setting a time frame for every phase of your dating life, mm. like be it whether you are friends with benefit or if you are mutually exclusive. Mm. Yeah. There are only a few labels but what if you don't fall into any of these labels it's possible as well so then you have to like force yourself to fit a box when you feel like you actually don't belong in that box means like what can you give an example of a situation like let's say you are mutually exclusive friends with benefits Mm -hmm. but you're more than just friends but you're not quite in a situationship then how in between both (laughs) man that is confusing it's possible right means what you don't know you're married (laughs) So I feel like this is when communication comes in handy. True. Like no matter what situation you're in, at least two of you are in this together. And if your goals are not aligned, then maybe it's time for you to move on, you know, and step out of this sticky situation that you know that you don't want to be in in the long run. Sticky situation. So right, (laughs) what exactly are the different labels out there? You know, for those of us that haven't been dating for a while, (laughs) let's let's have a recap. Okay, Okay. tell us. Firstly, you've got the talking hanging out stage. The talking stage. The one that you mentioned just now. It's a new spark. Right. In Mm. Chinese, we call this Ai Mei. Ai Mei. Yes. Ai is in love and Mei is in pretty. Uh, Mei is uh, romance. Ai Mei. Ai yeah. Okay, it basically (laughs) means... 
a new romantic spark mm. with a mutual interest. Okay. So a lot of people say Aimei is the best phase of a relationship because this is when you are starting to get to know that person a bit more and everything seems interesting and fresh about that it's person. It's tiring, I don't like. Huh. I, I think like. that's my favourite part of being in a relationship. Oh. After that, like when you get to know each other so much better, everything just becomes a bit more stagnant. Unless stable. Stable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. Positivity right stable. there. Unless you put in effort lah to to you know just increase the spark in your relationship. Huge that's important. I think this part is exciting. The talking hanging. Right? The I may stage. Right? Because it's like, hey, you like me, I like you, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> then it kinda, you know, progresses to maybe a casual relationship okay. where it's not a relationship. But it's casual. <laughs> Means no expectations for the future. Um, you can make it exclusive. It can be non-exclusive. It's really up to you. Okay. okay. We but, feel it out. Lah. But no commitment. Okay. No commitment. No yes. emotional commitment. Okay. Mm. And then one level up. For example, your friends ask you, hey, who is this plus one that you are bringing with you? You say, oh, this is my date. So what does a date mean? Uh, maybe you are going on consistent dates with this person. Okay. Be it casual, otherwise long term or short term. But mm. you are seeing this person consistently, regularly. Exclusively? That maybe, can be another not. label. Can be non-exclusive, can mm. be exclusive. Okay. You can date multiple people. Of mm. course. Oh, very you confusing. Should. Eh? <laughs> no, you should. Before you make your decision, you should. True. Uh, okay, okay. True, fair true, enough, true, fair true. enough. Uh, be at one point in time or like separately, it's up to you. Yeah. Mm. No, it's up to you. Because That's why I never yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> then after that, it's what, um, you know, is considered a relationship relationship. Right. Where you're committed to each other, you are usually monogamous, where you don't see other people. Mm-hmm. You only see your significant other. Mm-hmm. I got time to see so many people. Uh, but can you will be surprised. Yeah. I have friends, <laughs> no, I have friends, right, who have like five guys on their roster. You're Ros- you know, Do you know what's a roster? So Monday, this guy uh, A. Tuesday, uh, guy B. Yes. Okay, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, guy C, D, E. Then weekend? I mean, maybe repeat one of the five. Sorry, she's not tired uh. So she... tiring. No lah, I think it's fun for her. It's fun. Okay, I can okay, imagine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's so, called a roster. So my question is, do these guys know they are on this roster? These guys probably have their own roster. Oh my god! <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but that's true. Like, a lot of my single friends are seeing multiple people at once. Mm-hmm, whether mm-hmm. it be guy or girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is actually very common in today's time. True. So, um, no limits to having relationships and all forms of intimacy with other people. Oh, no, no, so, that is, uh, so, that would be... Open relationships. Yes. Okay, so, okay. let's say you are in a relationship, you're committed to each other, but maybe you're sexually, you see other people. That's an open relationship. And you both agree. Oh, yeah. It's consensual. So, you both, um, you know, are accepting of this fact. Fun fact. I have a friend of a friend who was in such a relationship. Oh. So she got married to this guy and then they openly agreed that, you know, okay, we are married. We can still have sex with other people. But one time, the girl was really angry because she found out that this guy is emotionally cheating on her. So this guy so is showing... that's line. Cannot correct, emotional. Can physically be with other people, but you oh. cannot emotionally love someone else. So she, she, she noticed that this guy may be sending like loving texts to this other girl and she got very angry because she felt emotionally cheated upon and they got a divorce because of this. You see, that's because, you know, that was not the boundary that they agreed on. But Mm. with an open relationship, I believe that you can have all forms of intimacy with someone else. It can be even emotional. It's just that you come back home to your same person. You come back home to this companion that you've committed to as long as you've agreed upon it. So it can be emotional, but it's because in your friend's situation, they didn't agree on right. that. The boundary for her was the emotional part. Correct. But not for the guy. Mm. Polyamorous relationship is having intimate relationships with multiple people, regardless of the gender. Oh! Yeah, regardless oh. of the gender. Okay. 
But it's not to be confused with polygamy. Polygamy is a gender-neutral term that's exclusively for marriage only. Okay. So when you marry like multiple people, that's polygamy. That's polygamy. Okay. Yeah. Next, we have friends with benefits. Mm. I think we don't need to explain too much about this because we all know what it means. There's um, a movie made about it. Exactly. True. Sexually active but not romantically involved. So a bit like no strings attached yeah. kind of thing. But you know, There's still going to be. There's also a movie called No Strings Correct. Attached. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go and watch the movie. But yeah, to be honest, like, I think friends with benefits, right? To get to that stage, right? You must not be very close friends. Mm. Because if you really were like the bestest of friends, right? How can you jeopardize that right. by sleeping um, with each other? Oh, producer, you, you, you cannot be friends with benefits with that guy. So yeah, these are the definitions that we see a lot in the dating world these days. Um, but of course, there are individuals that define these labels differently, right? But what do you guys feel? Like, are you so overwhelmed by the amount of labels there are? Really? There's so many. What polyamorous, polygamy, open relationship, relationship, casual dating? My goodness. But yeah. I think when you're in that stage when you're talking to somebody, seeing someone or anything like that, you don't think about like, oh, which direction should we go? What label should we pick? I don't think you do that. Right, right. I think a lot of people just sort of like feel it out mm. and sort of see where it's going and then they discuss about that, right? Right. Someone online actually said this that I really agree with. Mm. Labels help me invest emotionally even more. So I, I can completely understand because if let's say like I'm talking to people, right? I will hesitate to emotionally invest myself mm. because there's no label. Mm. So I want to protect myself from of any course. sort of hurt. Mm. Whereas if there is, then you feel like, ah, I can like, you know, invest more of my feelings mm. right. into it. Mm. And this is very interesting. Another user had something interesting to add. So she said, I've seen more genuine relationships that don't have labels than relationships that are official but broken. Oh. So sometimes these labels, perhaps they overly define what mm. two of you are mm. and as a result, breaks you. True. Mm. There's so many things you have to fulfill. Being someone's pressure, like, you yeah, know? Yeah. Being someone's like girlfriend, yeah. wife or like friend with benefit mm. that you, you feel like you're just so overwhelmed. True. Mm. Mm. That's true. Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. someone who is more like label neutral, uh, she said that the problem is not about the labels. The problem mm. is setting your own boundaries when it comes to the exactly. relationship. Mm. So like what you mentioned, there's a lot of grey areas. What yeah. if you don't fall into any of the labels? Mm. But you still have to set your boundaries with your significant other. Correct. And see what is acceptable between two of you. Mm. You know, you just go to Ash's life, you the entire situationship. Yeah. Correct. And so, I think it gives you a lot of anxieties. Like, mm. you don't know, right? Like, can I be saying this? Can I be mm. expecting this? Mm. So maybe just go like, sorry, just wondering, but... Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. because if you don't put a label, then it's like, oh, can I be jealous or uh. can I be upset that you're talking to someone else or hanging out with someone else or you know another girl in your Instagram story or whatever, mm. like traveling the world with someone else? Like you never mm. know, right? Exactly, and I think a lot of people stay in situationships because maybe they are afraid to take one step further and commit, or they are afraid to take one step back and be alone. Mm. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. I think. I myself, I felt that too many times. Have you been in a situation trip? Well, I think I have. And it's that situation mm. that you girls already know about. Mm. And that's not a nice place to be in. Why? I mean, Why? For someone like me, I think I need more emotional support and attachment. But being in a situation ship does not allow for that to happen. Mm. I feel vulnerable. I feel alone most of the time. I have someone I'm speaking with, but at the same time, he's not really there for me. Oh. You know, that kind of feeling. And I feel like that doesn't work out very well for me. I've actually spent a lot of sleepless nights thinking about this mm. situation and ultimately I decided that, you know, I should just walk away from this. Like, mm. what they have advised me to. Mm, mm. Mm. 
and not to share too much, I hope I can say this, but you know, I've seen Hazy like wonder like, oh, I actually am very tired and I didn't have a very good day and I want to talk about it, but can I talk to this person about it? Like, is it too much? Does it feel like, oh, you know, I'm impeding a space or anything? So, right. Right. Mm. And I didn't have this kind of like conversation with this other person mm. um, as to what our boundaries were. Are we mutually exclusive? Can we be, yeah, like what you mentioned, jealous? Can we, are we allowed to talk to each other about our day mm. at the end of a very long working day, for yeah. example? And this is just confusing and I felt like what this person had in mind was very different from what I have in mind so the boundaries are not aligned and yeah so, yeah, it so the out. boundaries are the main thing right. you know? it's not the label on a relationship uh, someone online actually said I'm in my first situationship after getting out of a 10 year long committed oh, relationship wow. so she met a guy through a dating app first date you know, as an adult, super excited. Ooh. They hit it off. Ooh. They had sex. They Aye. banged after the second date. Um, and it became a norm for them to keep, you know, banging, Ooh. right? Ooh. She wanted to keep sleeping with him even though she didn't really have, like, real feelings or chemistry with this person. And she even cut off other men who tried to hit on her because she felt weird talking to other people while she was sleeping with this person. Okay. Okay. And she felt very anxious, but she doesn't want a relationship out of it. So she asked, is this a sign that she's lost interest in the guy that she's sleeping with because she doesn't feel that connection. It means you just want to be friends with benefits and no, no man. You just want bang lah. Yeah. Yeah, that's your label right there, right? Yeah. Mm. right? Bang buddies. And I feel like if the sex is worth it, then okay lah. If not, you cut away other men for this person. Not very worth it lah. <laughs> right? No, who knows? You can find better emotional or sexual chemistry with mm, some true. other person mm. that you have been cutting away. Do you think it's weird for her while she's sleeping with this guy to reconnect or, you know, talk to other guys? Maybe she doesn't feel comfortable with that. Okay. You know, having because, stepped out of yeah. a 10-year relationship exactly. as well. Yeah. yeah, and her values, I think she holds very closely to her heart. Like mm. She's like, okay, while I'm with this person, I cannot really be speaking with other people. But mm. just saying, why not open up that like window of opportunity for yourself to know more people. You don't have to sleep with these other guys, but at least speak with them, see if you can achieve a better emotional chemistry with them. And I'm sure this person that you're sleeping with, I mean, if you have your labels labeled properly, she should be fine with it. Yeah, I think personally, mm. like if you were to get out of a 10-year-long relationship, like mm. don't don't emotionally or sexually tie yourself down to one person. Right. Right. Ten years, babe. Go and see the world. The world's your oyster. <laughs> your oyster. Your oyster. I also know um someone, right, who when she was dating, um, she she labels dating as you can go and talk to other people and she can also go and talk to other people. Okay. She makes this very clear. So the rule is just let me know. Communicate. And, correct. Yeah. And she says even then, a lot of guys can't do it. What do you they mean can't do awkward it? awkward to talk about this situation. As they'll see other people but they can't just let her know. And she's already said, like, just let me know. Uh, but they still can't do that. Why? Could it be because a lot of girls, they don't mean what they say? Should so we call a guy and ask? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually call? want Who should we call? Who should we call? Let's call someone. Let's call Zaliang. Oh my god! Let's call Zaliang. Ask what? Ask what? Why do you think when this has been said to a guy, he still can't do it? Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Good question, good question. Okay, okay. Hello? Hey! Hello, Hello. Liang. Hey, Zaliang! What's up? Where are you at? I'm uh, singing off. Singing? Are you singing now? Yes. Can, okay. for us? can we take one minute of your time? Sorry, can we take a, a couple minutes of your time? Oh, you're harsh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, smart guy. You don't really understand three of us. Such a sweetheart. Yeah, because I hear the laughter. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so we are on this topic. Um, Okay, Jimmy. Okay, of situationships, right? So let's say you're in a situationship with a girl and the girl says, if you want to date other people, it's okay, but you just need to tell me. 
But then some guys, right, they go and date other people, but they, they don't still cannot tell the girl. Tell the girl. Why? Uh? <laughs> Liang clearly does not do any of this shit. Maybe he thinks he can get away with it. La. Oh, yeah, la, options. Get away with just, what? I don't know, like, maybe he doesn't want to limit his options. I've heard this from other people, like, be a guy or be a girl. Sometimes they say, oh, I'm seeing someone, then they go and talk to other people and they actually date other people at the same time. They ask them why, and they say, oh, you know, uh, I have different options. One is the fun one, one is one you can fall back on, you know, the safety net, uh, blah, 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 blah. So they, they just keep the options open and then they don't want to tell the other person. So they're afraid of, like, getting caught in a sense. But even if you do get caught, right, it's not a very bad thing per se because you're not uh, in a so-called committed relationship. Fair. So I have a follow-up question. Liang, what would make you uh, go from a situationship to a relationship? What is that switch? The switch would be, like, the mutual agreement, or, like, both of you decide that, oh, you want to take it to the official step or something? Taking things to a more serious level. Yeah, that you both like in a committed relationship. Like you, you say things in the first place. Uh, there are different types of dating scenarios for different people. Some people are okay with you dating multiple people at once. Some of you will just say, oh no, I prefer to date exclusively. So it's up to the two of you to decide. Like. Okay, mm. understand. So you, la, you prefer to date many people at once <laughs> or you prefer to date exclusively? You think that? <laughs> okay, I'll take this with you tonight. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, love. See you. Bye. There we go. Very good one, eh? wow. There we go with our answer. Actually, he's a very down to a very honest guy. A very good boyfriend, loyal yeah. person, I would say. So even he knows that, you know, sometimes some guys just want to have options. Like he mentioned, one is a safety net, one is someone that you can just have fun with. That's true. But you know, I think labels, right, they can be helpful in defining the relationship. Mm. Then it's not so, like, ambiguous. It's not so, like, every day the girl is, like, wondering to herself, what what are we, mm. right? Yeah. Mm. Why he never that texts me? Eh. But yeah. every day I text him first, can or not like that? According to a 2019 <laughs> survey conducted by one poll, um, some top factors that people consider when they're deciding on a label, whichever label it is, um, it could be you no longer text or go on dates with anyone else. Mutually exclusive lah. Mutually exclusive. But the texting, taking things a bit far. I think you still can text other people. But yes. going on dates, yeah, then I feel like Wait, it's more but exclusive. If, if you're exclusive with each other, you shouldn't be flirting with other people on text, right? Okay, normal texting is fine. Uh, not flirting. Oh, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you were to go as far as to limit who this person texts, then I think, oh, you no, know. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. true. Um, The second one is you've told your friends and family about them. That's a bit more of a serious step. Oh, true. That's sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, the idea of commitment no longer scares you. Then, oh, maybe you're ready to take it to the next level. I think a lot of people also, they are starting to realise that when, you know, trying to take the next step with someone, it's not about can you live with that person. It's whether you cannot live with that without oh, that person. True. You know that's what I mean? Uh, I think that's a pretty good indicator for a lot of people. And a lot of times I feel like these labels come into place because people feel like there's a need to address the situation because of how other people look at them. Yeah. Mm. So my final question for you goes, do you think you should follow the crowd or take ownership of your own connection? Huh? Follow the crowd as in because like what we mentioned just now, girls don't want to be defined as like sluts. So they want a label to be issued to whatever is happening between them and this guy. Oh, I don't You know what I mean? I don't think you should ever follow the crowd because at the end of the day, it's your relationship, not theirs. If you have trouble and if you're unhappy, it's you, it's not them. Yeah, I don't like to follow the crowd. Like if I see chicken rice long queue, right, I'll just go to the next chicken rice store. Like why should I go and Even though it sucks, the next chicken rice store. Ha, the chicken rice gotta be good lah. (laughs) If it sucks, I mean, but I still wouldn't go and queue, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think I would just take ownership and and naturally like I'm I'm okay to lead. Mm. You know, I'm okay to like um, but I would also protect my own feelings. Of course, yeah. of course. I feel like for all of us here, all three of us hosts at Hush Podcast, we feel like... Hosts ah! Uh. Hosts! Hosts! H-O-S-T-S! Hosts! I was like, what? She could just call us? She call us a host? No, I feel like we think that our listeners should not be following the crowd. But at the same time, there's people out there, you know, who cares a lot about what their family or their friends mm. think about them. And that's, that, that's totally valid as well. So... If you feel like labelling your relationship will make you feel better, then by all means, go ahead with it. As long as you communicate your boundaries with your other half, I think that's very, very important. Yeah, actually, I think that's a very valid point because Mm. some people genuinely need labels to feel Mm. a bit more secure in their relationships. But what if you want a label, then your partner doesn't want a label? Oh. I think if it matters so much to you, right, and that partner wants to be with you and values you enough, they would sort of do something about it. But you can't make them do that either. True. So if they don't want to, it's because they don't want to. If they wanted to, they would have. I feel like this is the same situation where uh, a, a couple about to get married, the, the lady wants kids, for example, but the man doesn't want kids. So the ultimate goal is not aligned. It's a mismatch, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is very hard. Like, as much as you feel a lot for the other party, but if one of you wants label and the other doesn't want it, I find like you have to strike a balance point. Somebody has got to take a step back. I think in this case and with the kids one, a lot of people actually, they sort of stay in it, hoping that something will change you at some point. Right. Or, you know, just sort of like, hoping that you will come around to it at some point. But what if it doesn't? That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, for example, one wants to get married, one doesn't want to get married, then they stay in the relationship hoping they can change each other's mm. minds. Mm. It's the same thing, whether it be a label, marriage, kids, it's all a misalignment. You right. see, you can treat it as the same thing. So mm. then it's up to you to decide, are you going to wait for this person to mm. want to put a label on it? Or are you going to, you know, mm. go out and see what's there? Would it help then to communicate it and say, you know, do you think that time would change your mind? Or do you think that, you know, if there's any chance at all that you might want the same thing that I want? And, you know, if they say there is, would it make sense to then, you know, put a timeline to it? Like, can you give me an answer in a year, in two years? But I always feel like all is fair in love and war. Mm. And you never know. Like, someone can say, yes, you know, I might change my mind or I will change my mind in one year. Give me some time. And then one year later, they're like, actually, no. Mm. You, you never know. You can't predict that. And then and you feel so hurt because you spend one year waiting for his answer, yeah. right? No, but like, giving him that one year to come out with his answer also means that you'll be okay if he says no. Um, yeah, true, true. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys can come to a mutual sort of like timeline agreement where, okay, we'll wait out this one year and see mm. how we feel at the end of the year. Mm. And then if not, we'll just walk away. I think that's fine as well. Mm. But just know that like, when it comes to love, like nothing is fair. Mm. Mm. nothing is predictable Mm -hmm. right stay safe you guys (laughs) (laughs) with that thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Clavity's Hash Podcast that's right follow us on Apple Podcast Me Listen Spotify and uh, turn on that bell to know when our next episode drops comment and share our videos if you like them once again I'm Hazel I'm Azura and I'm Jermaine and we'll see you next episode Bye. bye bye